Hello, hello, my positive power ladies, my beautiful, awesome women. Woo! What a week it has been. So I just was on live on Saturday. Shout out to Jody Silverman from Moms Who Dare. She did the speaker series for moms who are empty nesters. And by the way, the other women, I think there are like 20 some on the speaker series. They rocked. All the engagements were like about 30 minutes long live, but everything is recorded. So you have to go to Moms Who Dare and check out all the amazing speakers. I was fortunate enough to be one of them uh, for Empty Nesters. But the tips, man, didn't matter. Any woman, any well, men too, but it was just for us gals, would have loved it. So I'm just so happy and proud of her for doing that. She put so much time and energy into it. Oh, you're going to love it. So I wanted to give her her props. Now, speaking of awesome, powerful women for today, Arabella in the house. Oh, I could have talked to her forever, ever, ever, ever. And another shout out to Cardell and IWES organization because I met her there. She is amazing. She has so many tips and takeaways for you. But one of the things that stuck with me, and we know this, but we just have to remind ourselves of this every day. It does help to have a coach, baby. Is you are not your thoughts. You are not your thoughts. They're not true or false. They're just thoughts you're having. Some serve you well and some don't. I know people think, well, they must be true because I've been thinking them over and over and over again. No, they're just something you've been spinning out of control thinking over and over and over again. Now, if it's something about your vision and empowers you, well, then focus, baby, focus. But of their fear-based thoughts, doesn't mean they're true or not true. So you have to separate yourself from that. And it's easier said than done, right? Because a lot of it comes from our belief. And if we've been thinking a thought over and over again, which is what I think a belief is, something you've been thinking over and over again, it's not that easy to shift. And sometimes it's so down in there that you do need a little help from a friend or a therapist or a coach to dig them out and get you unstuck. So check out this podcast, and as always, we really appreciate your support, you listening, share, like, rate, it really, really does help. Support us on Patreon. Welcome to Positive Power Lady. Listen in as your host, Sandy Joy Weston, takes on the hottest topics, explores how to deal with them in a positive, bold way, and chat with some amazing power ladies out in the world. Well, hello, hello, my positive power ladies. Way hi to Arabella, but she's not going to say anything yet because I got to tell you how awesome she is. Hi, Arabella. So I got to talk to her a little bit before we did this podcast and I fell in love with her. I said, you got to come on. And she said, yes. So here we are. Arabella Seegers is a mother to a teenager, a wife, a daughter, a sister, and a former corporate IT project manager, human development manager. She spent several years, 
recovering from repeated burnouts and thus embarked on an intensive journey of learning and personal growth. Amen, sister. Now I train professional coach. Got to do it for yourself, right? We're in this together. She coaches sensitive and driven women. Hmm. Do I know anybody like that? Oh. At a crossroads in their life on making their authentic mark in their world. Ah, please tell me I have this right. Cause I, I talked to so many people from around the world. You're in the Netherlands still, right? Yeah, I am. I am. Whew. So what's going on there? What's the temperature like? I need to hear everything. <laughs> the temperature. Well, at the moment, it's dark out because it's 8.15 p.m. Okay. And the temperature is about, I guess now it's about five degrees centigrade. Okay. Uh, which is a little bit warm for the time of year. So yeah. climate change is uh, something that we're struggling with here as well. Yeah. It's kind of, and the weather has been going up and down like that all winter. So it's yeah. Uh, yeah, kind of weird. And anything for us. Yeah. Everywhere. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah, well, basically um, we're all in lockdown and um, we won't be allowed to go out at night as of Saturday. Um, So measures are becoming stricter and stricter because we're um, all, yeah. uh, Numbers of of, uh, infections have been um, decreasing, but we're expecting the English um, mutant so uh, yeah they're they're a little nervous yeah about so you're just you know you know now what what you're in for so you're trying to take measures ahead of the curve right yeah so that's basically what life has been like for everybody around the world yes um different <laughs> times different, different places you never know right you never know right, like right. some but countries you know, like, and they're good and then they're not so I say we're in this together and we're supporting each other and we're doing what right. we can and our mission is as much as possible to highlight all the positive in people. That's which right. Is what you do and get them unstuck. And this will not last forever. And what are you going to do then? So we got to keep going forward. But before we get into that, yeah. If I was going to ask you one word to describe your best, best word, it could be good, bad, ugly, I don't care, positive, negative, to describe your past 30 days, what would it be? My past 30 days. Um, my one word is family. Family. Yeah. Yeah. Why family? Um, well, I have been helping my mother, uh, move and it's a little complicated, but my mother lives, uh, lives farther away from me. And now she's moved to my city. Only she didn't move. I moved for her. And she's been staying with my sister in Germany since October. So I had all the work and she's having all the fun. (laughs) She hasn't returned back yet. But the interesting thing is that um, she has learned, my mother's 89, and she has learned to get online with FaceTime. And um, ever since she's been there at my sister's, life has slowed down for her and become relaxed. And we have been communicating a great deal much I think in the past three months we've communicated more as in every day and several hours sometimes well felt like it um than in the whole past year combined and um usually we spend Christmas with family in Germany with my sister and her family um this year we stayed at home because we couldn't travel and we had uh, my best friend over 
for Christmas. So it was the four of us. And that felt just like family to me too. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. That, I think that's why the, the first word that comes up for me is because I've been very involved with my family in the past months. I know you told me you were considering it when people said, what were you doing? I have another project I'm working on. <laughs> I use that, by the way, Errol. I've been using that when I do things with the family. Like, yeah, I'm working on this other project. <laughs> exactly. Well, it really helps, you know. It helps to sometimes something can feel like a burden. Yes. But if you just consider it as a project, then it makes it really simple to realize you. it's hard to do several projects at the same time. Yeah. So if, if you can't manage that, it makes perfect sense. Yeah. Whereas if you're trying to get stuff done and you've got all this other stuff, you know, alongside of it, it gets frustrating and it becomes more difficult to manage. Yeah. So yeah. that just made it easier for me. Well, I was thinking of two things while you were talking about your family. And the first one is after you were telling me about your project, yeah. a few of my clients were saying <laughs> similar things that happened to them where really? their mother was moving to the area in the Philadelphia area from like California. Wow. And all of a sudden they had this whole project and they work full time and they have three kids, two or three kids, most of them. Right. And that... That was not the first time I heard it, not the same California, Philadelphia, but like mother mm -hmm. here, I work, I'm full time. And all of a sudden, as much as they love their mom, it was, no, I don't want to move there. I don't want to move there. No, can't, I don't like that stuff. Like all the little things they didn't think about. And the other sister in California who has been dealing with it most yeah. of the time said, yeah. have fun. <laughs> it's your turn now. Exactly. <laughs> you know, meaning like she's been out here in California yeah. this whole time and now it's your turn. Yeah. Not yeah. easy. Not easy when everyone's separated and can't pitch in together. I don't know if you yeah. felt that. I was a little frustrated at the beginning, but um, I've been training the past few months to whatever things don't go the way I want to yeah. look for the gifts and opportunities. And one of the biggest gifts or maybe opportunity in that time that I, that all of it was actually on my shoulders is I got to do it my way. There was nobody disagreeing with anything that I did. There was nobody telling me it should be done differently. There was nobody taking, you know, taking responsibility for something else. It was all my responsibility. And therefore I got to call the shots. I got to make all the decisions about the way I wanted it. And um, I had the communication with everybody involved. Uh, so that was actually pretty great. <laughs> yeah. And you know what? We got to remind ourselves of that every day. This is an opportunity for growth. And let me tell you, there have been a lot of opportunity for growth lately. Yeah. Even but there maybe, always is, you know. It, yeah. It's, it's some, so easy. days or years more than others. Like yeah. even me, I have to say. I can spin everything positive and I can find, you know, where I'm going to have growth and how, what can I learn from these people in this situation? But there's been days that's been really difficult, you know, really difficult. And you need to reach out to others to go, Oh my God. Now, now what? Like even when I call people from around the world and we do, yeah. you know, any type of meeting, they go, how are you doing there in the U S <laughs> I'm like, Oh God. 
<laughs> don't feel bad. It's okay. It'll be okay. <laughs> They're like, are you sure? Cause we're not coming there anytime soon. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it's, but we, you know, we support each other and we all need someone to lift us up. We all do. You, you can't do it by yourself, no matter yeah. how much you have an inner guidance system. And I think I have a pretty good one. Absolutely. There's days you need that mentor, that coach to see beyond what you can see. And I think that's what, where you come in. I, lo- I love how you say seeing, because one of the questions when I've, I've been totally full of this project, obviously. So I talked about it to several people uh, superficially sometimes. And the first thing people would ask me is, um, is she at least grateful for everything that you're doing? Oh. And I thought that was an interesting question because a lot of people go through this and apparently don't feel that people are grateful for their effort. And I saw great. And I said, yes, she is very grateful. And so is my mm-hmm. sister. And they tell me so all the time. And what that's really about is being seen, being acknowledged yeah. um, for what you're doing. And, and that's what makes it bearable. That's what we all want. Yeah. We want to be seen. Yeah. Hey, listen, someone says, thank you, or I'm grateful for what you do. That could carry me a month. You you know what I mean? It's just those words. And we always hear, you don't do it for that. You do it because you want to do. You do it because you decide it, not because you could have, should have, would have, or I don't get everything. But still in all, when you keep giving and you don't feel that gratitude, Mm -hmm. I don't know. What do you think about that? I mean, maybe you should reevaluate. It's absolutely true. And I'll tell you something interesting. Um, because of the a new situation arose and um, because of the, our tax law here, as a, as a parent, you're allowed to give a certain maximum amount of money to your children per year without it being taxed. Oh. And um, uh, as a gift, right? Yeah, yeah. So um, what my mother did, one day they called me and I was in the, in, the, in the throes of all this, this chaos. And then she said, um, I'm giving you, and then she named this huge amount. Yeah. And uh, she said, and I thought it was actually to do something else with it, to keep it for her for a later time. Yeah. So that was like an administrative thing. That was kind of what we agreed we would be doing because she's also selling her house. Yeah. And then she said, no, it's for you. And I go, what do you mean? I'm supposed to keep this for you, right? For when you need it in the future. No, no, it's yours. It's yours to spend. And I'm like, oh my God, what a gift. And the the amazing thing is actually what happened next because that sunk in and I was really, I was like, oh, wow, what am I going to do with this? It felt really awesome. And then a day later, I thought, well, So now it feels like I'm being paid for doing this. And um, she's, she's giving me this because she feels indebted to me. She wants to make me happy. So she's, she's giving me this money as, as a sort of compensation. Uh, My sister got the same amount. That's beside the point. And it was in my mind, my mind was telling me this, this is not necessarily true. Your mind tells you things, right? And you make stories out of it. So this is the story that I told myself. And suddenly it didn't feel good anymore. And I thought, wait a minute. I have been doing this with all my love and dedication because I wanted to, not because I was being paid to do it. 
And now that I'm actually being given money, and if I see that as compensation for my efforts, suddenly it doesn't feel so good anymore. Suddenly it feels like I have to work harder to actually mm. earn that. Isn't that interesting? It's so, very interesting. So how did you change that thought? Well, I realized I was actually having those thoughts and I was sort of checking to see, I, I'm, I'm kind of trained now in recognizing when I'm telling myself stories. So I, so I, I caught myself and I thought it's, it's only one way of looking at it. You know, things change when your perspective changes. So I was starting to feel bad because my perspective changed. But then I thought, well, she's only doing it now because she can and because things have changed and because she's now in the position to do that. Um, it has nothing to do with this. I would have done it anyway. So forget yeah. about that. Be happy yeah. with it. Be grateful and just continue doing with it with whatever I was doing from the same place that it came from, not from a place of having to earn it or not from a place of somehow being indebted, but from the place of love and whatever it was that was there in the first place. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, it's something you have to remind yourself of every single day. Like the thoughts are not reality. Yeah. Your thoughts are not you. You know, a belief is what? A thought you just keep having over and over again. And when you can separate from that, you go, wait a minute. I always do this. Wait a minute. I just went down that slippery slope. Does that thought serve me well? No. So what would serve me well? But you still get caught up in it, you know, mm -hmm. and you have to really take a step back or have somebody else remind you, no matter how much about I, you know, I go through this, I journal, I still... When something is my, I call it um, my sticky wicket, which some ah. people call their trigger, their mm -hmm. trigger, because everyone has different ones. Yeah. And you have to recognize like, hey, I'm strong in this area, but this is my sticky wicket. I go, wait a minute. Somebody else wouldn't look at it that way. How could I look at it? And I take a deep breath in, I relax. And I say, now, what are the ways it would serve me well? And I was looking at, oh my gosh, by the way, you have so many great points here. I love all your little tidbits. We can't get them in all today, but they all have such value. But I do like that about your thoughts. You are not your thoughts. But do you have any tips of what they can say to themselves? I mean, I know what works for me, but what works for you? Like, how can they remind themselves that they are not their thoughts? Um. The way it made a profound difference for me when I realized I am not my thoughts. Of course, it wasn't just the sentence that made the change. I had to really go through experiencing what it was like to not have my thoughts be me. Oh. And the, the way I learned um, to see that difference is just imagine for a moment um, that, uh, for example, you're, you're sitting in a chair and there is a chair across from you. Okay. And just imagine that, actually, no, that's not a very good example. That's kind of comes after that. So look at it this way. This is my favorite way. This is, this is what I really love to do. Okay. Um, so if you imagine that you've got, like you have an average of about 50,000 thoughts a day. People don't realize that. You, but our mind sure I do? constantly... <laughs> <laughs> our minds I'm are pretty simple here. 
Yeah, you might be aware of that, that your mind is constantly working, right? From the moment you wake up until you finally fall asleep. So your mind is constantly working. And all it does is consider it like a, a mind machine. So it's just this mind machine that's churning out thoughts randomly. And if you, and if you think of those thoughts like clouds floating across the sky, imagine that you are the sky. You're the same all the time, no matter what happens. And your thoughts are actually the clouds that float by or the storm or whatever. But the weather is your, are your thoughts. And just imagine each thought that you have naming that thought. That's the hardest part because um, we think we can name our thoughts. So uh, just see your thought as it, as it floats by in a cloud and just become aware of every single thought that pops up in your mind and stick it onto a cloud and, the, and don't do anything with it. Don't, don't, you know, don't attach any meaning to it. Just let it flow by and then become aware how a second thought floats by, stick it to another cloud like that. And, I like that. Um, yeah. So one exercise that I would I would do, and it's just one tiny part of the ex of the entire exercise is, for example, we 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 say I think that, but in this exercise, you diffuse from that. You put yourself at a distance from your thought, and you do that by saying the words I have the thought that. You see the difference? Yeah. There's almost a geographical difference. And um, so when you're, so for in this example, I would say, I am having the thought that I am looking at Sandy on the screen. I'm having the thought that she's listening to what I'm saying. I'm having the thought that I'm explaining this exercise. So I'm letting them go. I'm not attaching any meaning. I'm just yeah. naming whatever thought comes up randomly. And the exercise goes on for other, uh, other experiences that you have. Um, and if you do that several times a day, just for like two minutes, or if you're at a quiet moment or a certain point of the day, it helps you to put that distance between you and your thoughts. And you become more aware of the fact that your thoughts um, are not you and that you have a choice whether or not to entertain a thought mm. or just to let it go. Yeah. And, um, and, and you also have a choice when, when you're in a situation that something happens and you might have a tendency to react in a certain way. I know I do in situations that are explosive and I get really angry, for example, mm -hmm. right? It's really hard to control yourself because it happens so quickly. Yeah. But what you need to know is that you're having a thought. When you get angry, you are having a thought, however fast that is, mm -hmm. and your thought is immediately triggering an emotion. And if you have trained yourself to become aware of the fact that you're actually having a thought and then having an emotion, you're also creating the ability for yourself to choose how you react. You can't choose your thoughts and you can't choose your emotions, but you can choose how you react. Yeah, I like that. And I love that analogy because you actually gave somebody a way, a tool of looking at it. And I, I so can relate to the sky and clouds. Yeah. I'm always watching the clouds go by and you're right. Another cloud. Yeah. There goes another cloud. There goes the thought. And I like what you said as far as doing it a few minutes every day, because mm -hmm. I just so believe that it doesn't have to be hours, but no, it is the really. training of the brain. And it just takes a few minutes every day to retrain it on how to look at thoughts. So cool beans. All right, let's go over this one because I definitely need your definition on this one. 
when you get stuck and we all do yeah go to your inner knowing so i want to know what inner knowing means to you well um it's taken me longer to find the words to express exactly what that means to me inner knowing has um for me a connotation of intuition Okay. With, with intuition, we tend to think of something that you either have it or you don't. And there's something sort of mysterious about it. So that's why I like to call it inner knowing, because um, what I've come to realize is that there, everybody has it. Everybody has this. So here's another analogy. Think of the ocean and in a storm. And on the top, on the surface of the ocean, the waves will be going, you know, they'll be really high and, and tall and the wind will be surging and everything will be all chaotic and wild. And then right below the surface, when you look up, you can see the waves and you can see the movement. But the deeper down in the water you go, the quieter it becomes until you get to the point where it's not touched by what's happening above the surface. And I like to think of it like that inside of ourselves. So our surface is our minds that are on all the time, that are yeah. busy. And the more yeah. stressed you are, the more thoughts you have and the faster they go. But underneath all of that, below the surface, in deep down in your core being, there is this knowing that you were born with. It's like a spark of life. And mm. it... And we all, we have all witnessed using this inner knowing because there are always moments in your life when you suddenly do something because you feel it's right. You make a decision yeah. based on what you call a gut feeling or you have an intuition, but often you tend to ignore it. And the most interesting thing is that um, I actually learned about this in business. And especially if you're um, like, if you're in sales, if you're a commercial um, function or at least in interacting with people what I've learned is that a lot of successful business people actually use this maybe not always consciously because what they're doing is that they're connecting but in order to know whether you're connecting you need to have this intuition yeah uh, you need to have this inner knowing are you sensing what the other person really wants are you sensing properly that the other person is saying one thing but they're actually meaning something else that is your inner knowing. That is, those are your feelers, your antennas yeah, yeah, that are on all the time. So we all have that experience. Now, the interesting thing is, how do you call on it? Right? Yeah. How do you tap into it? Right. How do you tap into it? Because usually it just comes random and you can either choose to go with it or to not go with it. And then, yeah. And, and what we tend to do with, for example, dilemmas and decisions. So if, we're, if we've got a choice, like uh, take a new job, for example. So you've got a new job offer. Am I going to take this job? Well, I don't know. Um, so what am I going to do? I'm going to make a list of pros and cons, right? That's what we yeah. do. Yeah. And um, I don't know what your experience is, but never has a list of pros and cons helped me out of a, out <laughs> of a dilemma. <laughs> and there's a reason for that. It's because we use our minds to solve a problem that can only be solved from the inside with our inner knowing because our our minds are very very well equipped 
for rational um, problems. So anything that you can rationalize, analyze, that's what our minds are beautifully made for. But mm-hmm. whenever it's it's a dilemma, when it, it it's something that has to do with your inner experience, then your mind is not, it doesn't know, it can't deal with that. It doesn't know how. Mm-hmm. So what it keeps doing is, it keeps churning up all these rational solutions, but they're not the kind of solution that you want. So one of the one of the ways to get into that inner knowing is, um, for example, meditation. And it doesn't even have to be long. You know, if you start your day with like about five minutes, and you just sit still, switch everything off and become aware of what's going on in your mind and slowly sort of like make create a distance between you and, and whatever mm. sensations are going on and sort of drop into that awareness, drop into that depth of the ocean of your being. And it might not always feel that way. It might feel like you're sitting there five minutes with a restless mind. But what I've often, um, what sometimes works for me is if I'm struggling with a question, is just ask myself that question and don't wait for the answer. And just sit there with it, sit with it. Because once your mind starts to settle down, and it will, if you sit five minutes, at some point it's going to settle down, especially if you start slowing down your breathing as well, it will settle down. And then when your five minutes are up or 10 minutes, whatever, and you get to work, and you ask yourself, so what am I gonna do with this? So 80% of the time, you you might have the answer. You might suddenly come up with something and it'll feel like it's just come out of the blue. Suddenly it's there. Yeah, yeah. First of all, I'm loving your analogies. And also, when you were talking about meditation, I all of a sudden was like, I'm going into a meditation. You're you're calling me down. Like, wait a minute, I'm hosting a podcast, hold on. And there's so much takeaways in there, but here's the thing that I so am glad that you said this. I know people that do have a long meditation practice and that's great, but it doesn't have to be a few minutes here and there makes a huge difference. Mm -hmm. And also it doesn't mean your mind is always clear. It's just like you remind me of the clouds. There's a thought. It's okay. Don't judge it. Some days are going to be busier than others. And don't struggle with it. Right. And don't be mad and don't say I shouldn't and I can't. It's just, being there to be with yourself time and time again and asking, which I love that you said that yeah. asking, you know, what you want to know, asking whether it's your inner goddess, some people call it universe, God is whatever, but that yeah. time that in yourself asking, you know, whatever you, you want an answer to, by the way, I hope I don't bastardize it too much, but I can say president Biden just said yesterday that the leaders he really admires, mm-hmm. It first starts in their gut first and then moves up to their heart ah. and then it goes to their brain and they're able to intellectually communicate it. I love Wasn't that, that awesome? I love that. Yeah. And that was, I'm sitting here listening to what you're saying and it's the same thing. And that tells and that, you something about him. Yeah. Great leader. I mean, it was already making everyone's blood pressure go down, but that's a whole nother podcast. Arabelle, this has been great. I mean, I wish I could stay on longer with you. It was Don't tell me we're done. Yeah, we have to be done. Wow, wow. Yeah, well, I, I have to fire because normally it's like a 
30 minute podcast with positive power ladies. And I get a rapid fire in there. I get to ask you some fun personal questions. So I have to make sure we have time for that. But I can tell you this young lady, I'm bringing you back on and I got to bring you back on soon because there's so many other things we didn't get to that I want to get to. I think I you can do that for that. us. I would love yeah. that. This has yeah, been so great much fun. fun. I feel like I'm just here. I have like, but all of a sudden I was like, oh, she, her voice is so calming. I'm calming. <laughs> <laughs> like, wait a minute, watch the time. Oh my goodness. Okay. Well, I hope so, to be starting my own podcast soon. So thank you for inspiring me as well, because it's been great to sort of, you know, talk about this and to, yeah. yeah. Put I can't there. wait. Yeah. But we'll, we'll get to all the stuff you're doing. So here's the rapid fire. Just a few things before we go. Sure. Favorite food. Favorite food. Yeah. Uh, so many different things. I love Indonesian because that's part of my heritage, but I love Italian um, pastas and other stuff. I mean, I know I listen, I'm a foodie, but I would pick Italian. Number one pizza. Yeah. Favorite color. Green. If you could be an animal, what would it be? Um, 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 the first thing that came up was a hybrid between an owl, a wolf, and a peacock. <laughs> Draw that for me and send it over. Cause I like, <laughs> I want the first thing that comes in your mind. That's what it's called, rapid fire. <laughs> so, what's one thing that you're willing to share with us about you that most people may not know? Um, well, um, a lot of people don't know, uh, a lot of people do, people that know me well. Um, I love fast cars. I would have never guessed that. I know, I know, that's why I like telling that, um, because people can't tell by looking at me, but I have always loved fast cars, and when I used to have a lease car from work, um, I would break the speed limit several times. I would, I would race on the public roads with people I'd never knew. Um, yeah, I really misbehave, but I love fast cars. I love fast driving, love anything fast. Oh my God. When I was younger, I loved the best thing about horseback riding was when I would be on the beach and I would let the reins free and he would just gallop as if his life depended mm -hmm. on it. And that was just the best part. <laughs> the By the way, I'm the complete opposite with driving. They call me <laughs> driving Miss Daisy. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho, but I do like mountain biking. All right. Favorite day. What would it look like? One of your favorite days, not entirely like for morning. What would you do tonight? Uh, I would have a breakfast with croissants and cappuccino. Mm -hmm. And I would have a nice time reading the paper at a relaxed pace. And my favorite day would, furthermore, would consist of a walk on the beach, a brisk walk, so with brisk, cool weather, and curling up with a really good book for hours and hours without being disturbed or needing Ooh. to do groceries or cooking and, and just finishing the book entirely in a whole day. It's not much, but that, no, that's- No, you don't understand. You know how many people say things like that? It's crazy. They're like, yeah, I read my favorite book. I'd watch my favorite show. You kind of appreciate things differently, you know? Okay. Give me one of your, what I call them, sticky wickets. Biggest challenge throughout this year. This coming year? This past year. 
the past year, the biggest challenge the past year. Yeah, sticky wicket. I think, yeah, well, I think that would be, um, yeah, and this is being, be, being vulnerable. That would be growing my business. Yeah. Because yeah. Um, I love the work that I do. I love coaching people. I love meeting people. Mm. I love having this kind of conversations. But what I find really challenging is marketing, all the marketing yeah. stuff that having to do, you know, that that's not my core business. Yeah. And yet that's what I'm supposed to be doing most of the time. I find that really challenging. Yeah. yeah and, and that's, I think that's a lot of um, entrepreneurs or solopreneurs. They're, they found that they were so great at what they, they do, yeah. but then some people are just better at what I called social media, what I call yeah. what, social media which is a whole different type of marketing like even for a different type of person yeah for me it was a challenge because i'm really good coming up with slogans and being out there amongst the people and connecting with people and marketing that way but to do it on social media that's been a whole big learning curve for everyone so we learn from each other okay when i say the word universe what does it mean to you universe um i love that um, the minute you said that, my mind just sort of opens up and I'm seeing literally the universe, like the galaxy. Um, that's been a fascination of mine ever since I was a young child. I've, I, I used to dream of being an astronomer, uh, becoming an astronaut, wow. oh. and actually learning about the stars. And that's always been my favorite topic. Cool. Yeah. Fascinating. All right. Well, I can't wait to have you back. I can't wait to see what you do. I love this. I'm glad it worked out that I can see you. You look gorgeous. But how can they reach you? How can they find you? They can find me very easily on www.arabellaseegers.com. And it's an English language website because I target uh, for English language speakers, either expats in the Netherlands or people around the world. Um, and uh, that's got all the information actually on it. So, and my telephone number is on there as well. Cool. And my email address, coach at arabellaseegers.com. So there's numbers of ways. And I'm also on LinkedIn, Arabella Seegers. I'm also on Instagram, Arabella Seegers. So I'm everywhere. Yay. All right, my positive power ladies, I know you loved Arabella. Check her out, share this link, squash it, pound it, whatever they say to do. Make sure you send this out to all the ladies that you know could benefit from this conversation. What do we want to do? We want to inspire everyone around the world with all the positive, powerful things going on in the world. Thank you, Arabella. Much love and joy. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you so much, Sandy. It's been a privilege and a great, great pleasure and hope to see you again soon. We will. Until next time, toodles. Thanks for listening. Be sure to subscribe to the show and share it with a friend who you think would love it. Also, don't forget to check out Sandy on Patreon. 